Hey, what's happening, good people? This is your boy, Marvin Shot, host of The Beard Always Wins. Yes, The Beard Always Wins. It's movements, it's lifestyle. More important, it's the podcast, people. And one, I'm so grateful and thankful that you all are listening to. And with that being said, hey, we got a little sponsorship. And we we teamed up with NeeklySenateCandles.com, and it's designed for me. Let's start with NeeklySenateCandles.com. Listen, these are hand-poured wooden wick luxury line of candles that are sure to warm your home with a beautiful scent like citrus agave and pineapple sage and accompany it with a nice soft crackle. Listen, we got a really big house. I won't say a really big house, but we got a nice size house. And one of these candles here, man, it fills up the whole house. So I don't know about you, but I like my house to smell pretty good. And, like, we have the pineapple sage. That's the one for me. I like that one. Pineapple sage is it. But we also got more sponsorship. And if your house is smelling good, why not have yourself smelling good? And this but the, it's the Zen for me. It's the Zen for me. It's a line of luxury, organic bath soap and bombs and body scrubs and stuff. My wife likes it. My wife likes it. She loves it. I love it too. My favorite one is the raspberry vanilla. That's the one I like the most. I mean, the soap is so good. I'm telling you, like I use it. I don't even have to put on lotion when I get out of the tub. I don't know about the body scrubs and stuff. My wife uses it. She uses it. Um, but. Yeah, it's it's good. It's good. The Zen for me, it's the Zen for me soap. And you can find it at it's the Zen for me dot com. Those candles that I was just telling you about, you can find it at neatly scented candles dot com. It's N I Q U L Y S C N T E D C A N D L E S dot com. And it's the Zen for me. That's I T S Z E N F O R M E dot com. And listen. These two great companies have decided to give one lucky listener a gift box with candles, wax melts, soap, bath bombs, valued roughly around $50. And listen, I'm going to tell you right now, just if you win this, it's just like you just went to Bath and Body Works, but didn't have to spend all of that because it actually smells better than anything Bath and Body Works has in there as well. And it's, and it's organic. You know, these are all organic products that are going in your house and that you're putting on your body. Now, the only thing that you really have to do, you don't have to do much. Right. But what you have to do is simply. Simply when you when I post this episode, just like it. Just like it. You don't have to retweet it. You don't have to do anything. Just like it. You like it, then guess what happens? You get an entry, a free entry into to win this uh this gift box. And we're gonna announce this gift box, um, the giveaway in a couple of weeks. And guess what? It's free. It's listen, free to enter, free to win. All you have to do is just simply like it. Like it. That's it. Like. Yeah, you know what? I can't make it that easy. Listen, you just have to like and share it. If you like and share it, that's your entry. And just tag one of us. Myself, Deron, Ryan. You know, you can't tag Shunk. He's social media list. But just like it. And you get a $50 gift. Like and share it. And you get a $50 gift box from NeeklySenateTheCandles.com and it's the Zen for me.com. But listen, we got a lot to get into because yesterday, Saturday, Saturday was wild, man. I mean, like the entire state of Alabama took it L. Nothing against the state of Alabama, 
I like I love Alabama. Actually, my little brother PJ, if list listening, um, you know he's from Montgomery, big Alabama fan, roll tide all the way all day for him and his family. But they lost. They lost a close one to Texas A and M. Uh, last second field goal. And I can tell you, I watched the game. And what I can say is this, right? It's going to be hard to replicate what Texas A&M did. Meaning that it's it's hard to go into Kyle Field and win. Kyle Field is one of those places that have there. You can really say it's a true home field advantage. Even though people gone there and won, but it's a true home field advantage. And the one thing I can say, they they came in there and they were just amped, geeked up from the start. And the defense was playing lights out to start the you know, to start the game. And they jumped up on them. I want to say it was seventeen nothing. Um going into the uh second quarter. I do want to yeah, it was seventeen to seven by the end of the uh first quarter in Alabama. They this is what they did. A and M just pressured they they pressured uh the kid and it was just like they couldn't do nothing. The defense was smothering. Now, to give them that, that head start that they needed. And they were just able to hold on. They made play after play, stayed in the game, walk off um, field goal. Now, Georgia beats Auburn. They go into Jordan Hare, and my dogs come out on top 34-10. Now, here's the one thing about Auburn, and here's what I would say. Auburn, is all, they're always good. And not great, but they're always good. And trying to win in Jordan Hare it's similar to Kyle Field. <laughs> you just got to be on your A game. In Georgia, all year, my dogs have been on their A game defensively. Maybe not so much offensively, and we'll get back into that a little bit later. But defensively, they have been on their game. Been on their game. Like, this is the best defense in the nation. And right now, Georgia is the best team in the nation. Offensively, they don't do anything Crazy great. You know, this is not a dynamic offense. It's a well-balanced attack. And the defense stops other people from scoring. Point blank, period. I mean, you got Jordan Davis, Jalen Carter, uh, N'Kobe Dean, Devontae Wyatt, Adam Anderson, Nolan Smith. All of these, everyone I just named, I can almost guarantee you they'll be drafted within the first four rounds. Like, this Georgia defense resembles what the Alabama defense used to be like. Just first-rounders or just NFL draft picks literally all across <laughs> the front seven. And the the one thing I can say, we're watching Keely Ringo grow up right before our eyes. He, the kid's playing lights out. He's playing really good football. Lewisine is back there. Brainy. Um, Tyke Smith. I think that's his name, um, number 11, came over from Clemson. Can't think of his name. Kendrick, his name is Kendrick. Tyke Smith, we should be getting him back. And the one thing I can tell you is that as the season progresses and Georgia's going to get some more weapons back on offense, it's going to be really hard to beat this Georgia team. Now, am I crying at Georgia saying, hey, Georgia's going to the college football playoffs? No, but if the season ended today, yes, they would be. Now, Moving on across the country, you have Penn State and Iowa. 
and Iowa comes back at the last minute. Listen, it was a lot of good football games that you just had to watch until the end. And this was one of them, Penn State, Iowa. Iowa wins um, 23-20. Penn State's no longer undefeated. Number three, Iowa will probably be number two, and Georgia be number one. Uh, Kentucky beats LSU. Let's see. Any more upsets? Nah, no more upsets. Now, the game I was watching, the game I was so disappointed in was the Red River Shootout. When I tell you that, people, this is only Texas. The one time I'm rooting for Texas, right? The one time, listen, it is 28 to 7. 28 to 7, 38 to 20 at halftime. Texas gives up 25 points in the fourth quarter. And they lose to Oklahoma, 55-48. to 48. Now, the one thing that was in that that's uh, noticeable about that game is that Spencer Rattler was benched. They put the other kid in. I can't think of his name um, right now. It just eludes me. But it, they put that kid in, and, yeah, Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams comes in and balls out. Balls out. Now, at the beginning of the year, I think me and Deron, we kind of touched on this uh, – we said that they were talking about Spencer Rattler being, you know, the top quarterback off the board. Honestly, listen, people, I'm going to tell you right now. Last year in the NFL draft, we saw a lot of quarterbacks taken, whether it's Justin Fields, Trevor Lawrence, uh, Matt Jones, Trey Lance. This year, not so much. In fact, I would probably urge some of those kids, like Sam Howell, yeah, talking to you. Spencer Rattler, yep, talking about you. Might want to stay another year. Because unless something drastic happens, and I'm looking at the the, the, the landscape of the, the league where not many teams really, really need a quarterback, only two or three of them, he might want to stay in school another year. You know, just might want to stay in school another year. Because I don't see first-round NFL talent. Then again, I have been wrong in the past. But I will say this about OU. OU just keeps finding a way to win. And I don't know if that's indicative of the Big 12, you know, the level of play there. I mean, they found a way. They, they edged out K-State. They come back from and beat Texas this week. And I just don't know. I don't, They shouldn't lose. They should be favored to win every game that they're playing for the rest of the year. I'm not quite sure. Let's take a look at the OU schedule. Let's see if we can find it. Um, so, yes, yeah, so they got TCU. Listen, this ain't the same TCU, but they should win. They got Kansas. They got Oklahoma. They got Texas Tech. Should win that. Should beat Baylor. Should beat Iowa State and Oklahoma State. That's way in November. That might be the only time that I could say see them losing. We'll see. Bedlam. Anything can happen. Anything can happen, but yeah, oh, you just they just keep finding a way to win, and and while we're on that that topic, and people are going to say, okay, who's going to be in the college football playoffs? Like, I really don't know. I, I I can honestly say I really really don't know. You know, Michigan squeaks by Nebraska, um, Cincinnati won, but Michigan, by all accounts, if we look at Michigan, the rest of their schedule, they got Northwestern should win. The next test is going to come between Michigan State. They play at Michigan State. 
Uh, Mel Tucker has Michigan State playing. They're, they're in ball games and they're winning. Um, after that, they got Penn State. They got Ohio State. It's very possible. Listen, guys, it's, it's, it's very, very possible that while Michigan is undefeated right now, it's very possible that they lose to Penn State because they got to go to Penn State. They lose Ohio State. Then they lose three games this year. It's the same old Michigan. It's time for old khaki pants to be out. It's possible. Who knows? Who knows what Michigan is going to show up. But right now, I can honestly say, and shout out to the you know, one time for the home team, Michael Barrett out there at Michigan. He's playing well. Um, but, yeah, we we will see. We will see because so far they really haven't had much of a test. Western Michigan, Washington, Northern Illinois, Rutgers, Wisconsin, um, Nebraska. Nobody's talking about these teams competing to win anything. So first test comes up, and we'll see. We will see. Now, um, Iowa, here's the thing, right? Iowa wins, so they should be able to win out. But you go to the Big Ten East, you got Ohio State, you still got Penn State, you still got Michigan, Michigan State, um, and Ohio State. And they all got to play each other. So if there was ever a year, right, that was going to – this is going to be a crazy year at the end because a lot of teams, they're not going to be many undefeated teams. I think that you will see Cincinnati, they should win out. Should win out. Oklahoma should win out, right? Those might be your – only two undefeated teams, and those two teams there, from what I've seen, will not even be the top two teams in the nation. They might be third and fourth. There's a good chance that you have a one-loss Georgia. That's just saying. It's a good chance. Um, Alabama's already lost. Nobody in the SEC West is <laughs> is undefeated or will be undefeated. Um, Kentucky's still undefeated, and I think Georgia beats Kentucky. Now, but it'd be interesting is you have a one-loss Kentucky team whose only loss is to Georgia and a one-loss Alabama team. Who are you going to take? Or, I mean, it's going to be crazy at the end of the year. Expansion, playoff expansion. Yeah, I can see it. I can see it. Now, one thing that everybody's going to be talking about um, was this great fight. This epic clash between Giants, the battle of the Giants. I'm talking about Deontay Wilder versus Tyson Fury, part three. Listen, the first fight, I thought Fury won. The second fight, Fury won. The third fight, Fury won. And the one thing I've, I've told anybody who would listen to me, way, I mean, I mean, I'm talking about a long time ago, even before the Fury fights about Deontay Wilder, is that Wilder is good, but not really that good. And what do you, what do I mean? I mean, so he has this one-punch power, the eraser, as Tony Atlas puts it. Um, and he just, one punch, would change the fight. One punch changes the fight. Erases everything bad that he's done all in the other rounds. He could lose every round, and then the one punch finishes it. He won a bronze medal in the Olympics. He held the world title, had 10 defenses, and 
he just ran into Tyson Fury. Listen, some boxers always have that nemesis, that one person that they just can beat. Larry Holmes had Michael Spinks. Right? Tyson had Holyfield. Just couldn't beat him. Holyfield had Riddick Bowe. Couldn't beat him. I'm just trying to think of heavyweight fighters. You know, um, they just couldn't beat them. Couldn't beat these guys. They don't take away from their greatness. But everybody has that one foe that they just can't beat. And Tyson Fury is that for Deontay Wilder. And here's the reason why. Not only is Fury the bigger man, the more skilled man, um, but he's fundamentally sound. Yeah, I know he does some things unorthodox, but he's fundamentally sound. He has boxing skills. When I look at Deontay Wilder and I'm looking at this fight, and it makes me wonder why did he fire Mark Breland? Because he did have a game plan. But maybe he just wasn't listening to Mark Breland. I don't know. But that was not the wisest thing to do. Deontay Wilder. God bless him. He's that he's one-dimensional. When I look at him, I don't see a lot of head movement. Um, his defense. His defense. I mean, I think Floyd, I think he probably should have went out there and trained with Floyd. To get some defense. Because just imagine if he can. If he could properly. Probably. Not properly. Properly. Roll some of those punches. And come back with a counter punch. Just imagine. If he could just counter punch. With the amount of power. The height and the length. That he has. What would happen. But you know. They say if, if it was a fifth, we all we, we all be drunk. So Fury knocks out Wilder. And let me tell you something, guys. I don't know who's going to beat Tyson Fury other than Tyson Fury at this point right now. It's not Anthony Joshua. We know that for sure. Um, and matter of fact, who does who? What, what happens next for Fury? Who does he fight next? Well, I think he fights the winner of Joshua Usyk. And I think Usyk probably will probably will win. And I think Wilder should take some time off and fight the winner, fight the loser of that fight. That's what it is. Those are the biggest fights that can be made at heavyweight. It's been a wild weekend. The state of Oklahoma, not state of Oklahoma, but the state of Alabama, they took a loss. Good people. And listen, I'm not here to bore you this morning. This is just something. Um, some things that I was just thinking about. College football is wild. It's wild this year. The NFL, ah, we'll touch on that later on in the week. But I wanted to announce this. This right here. Um, this giveaway that we have. And just talk about this wild weekend because this weekend is definitely a wild one in the world of college sports. And listen, Sunday morning, I'm about to close this thing off. But listen, just just remember, just remember. It's free to enter. It's free to win. NeeklyScentedCandles.com. It's the Zen for me. Dot com. Gift box giveaway. Wanted to announce it. Had to announce it. I got the news. I couldn't wait until our regular recording day. And I said, hey, you know what? If I can give away, these, give away this stuff to my listeners, to you guys, 
because it's all because of you that we're able to keep continuing to do this. And plus, it's, these are all products that I use and I stand by. So, NeeklyCineCandles.com. It's the Zen for me. Visit both of those websites. The only thing you have to do is when we post this, just like and share it. Like, share. That's all you have to do. It's like and share. And that's it, good people. So with that being said, listen, may the force be with you. May the odds always be in your favor. Stay golden, pony boy. And as always, go dogs. The beard always wins. It's a movement. It's a lifestyle. More importantly, it's a podcast. Peace.